is The Issue Window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. Good morning and welcome to the issue window. It's Friday, so we got Alvi and Tim here. Yay! Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Tim almost wasn't here today because he, he thought he was going to get drafted last night. <laughs> but he sat by, waiting wait for the phone call and didn't get it. So yeah, Tim's a little sad today. A little disappointed. <laughs> oh, well, that's, you know, that that is too bad. I was holding out help for you, Tim. Thanks. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about budgets and potentially how those are going to be affected in the coming fall and spring and summer and how all this uh, pandemic stuff's going to play into university budgets. You got any insights on that, Alvi? Well, yes. I mean, you know, we've already been told that be careful for next year because we believe that we're going to have some uh, money taken away from us from the university. Um, we think some money is probably going to be taken away f- from the university from the state. You know, it's going to be it's going to be tricky. But the other tricky part about that is everything. A lot of things are ordered for the fall already. Um, but from schools starting to furlough employees to save money for next year and this, that, and the other, it's going to be an interesting environment. Not to mention, you know. How are donors going to be affected by this whole thing and, and other advertisers and all this, all this money that usually comes into it's really going to be scrutinized by, by people that usually put the money in, you know, like I said, from advertisers, you know, marketing people are going to have a, probably have a tougher time driving, getting marketing dollars and advertising things like this because the money won't be there. So is the athletic department handicapped by donor dollars drying up? Is that going to be the major impact for the budgets for the next season? Uh, I don't believe it. You know, I don't think that that's going to be a impact. I don't think it's going to be the major impact. I think the major impact is, you know, with the NCAA, given all the universities smaller checks and things like that, I think that's going to be... A big impact obviously smaller schools like ourselves we might lose our guarantee money games and so that's going to dry up if we do a if we do a conference only sort of schedule that's going to take away those those games that that month that income there both basketball and football you never know what which one's going to be dried up you know if we go to a conference only schedule you know that'll take away all those payday games that the lower universities depend on to help cushion the blow um you know for us last year we didn't have a we didn't have a payday game and it was tight last year so you know we have a payday game this year coming up and it's not a big one but it's more than last year so it's going to be it's going to be interesting okay explain for the people listening what a payday game is it's usually uh it's usually when your football or basketball team will go play like for instance, us, us being an FCS school, we'll go play a, a BCS school or an, F, or an FBS school, and you know we'll get, you know, three, four, five hundred, up to maybe even a million dollars for one game to go there, basically and lose. But you know that's that's huge, that's huge money for a department like us. You know when when you're 
athletic department budgets maybe only 13 to 15 16 million dollars you know you, you look at a team like ohio state where they get the tv revenue you know the big 10 schools get 50 plus million from the networks every year and then when obviously that's going to be hurt if 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 there's less football games so they're going to get dinged a little bit too but you know they you know, you get a team like Ohio State. You got a hundred, hundred plus thousand coming in, coming in buying tickets for every game. What's ticket? I don't even know what the price of Ohio State ticket costs. But even if it's even if it's cheap, it's twenty bucks. Do the math: twenty bucks times a hundred thousand. That's a lot of income being lost. So you know, you can imagine doing a season with no fans. Also, how much of an impact that's going to affect them. You know, it's going to affect us, but it's going to affect them majorly too. So with less money overall in the athletic department, how does that generally affect the amount of equipment that you're going to order for the staff and the athletes? Well, I mean, you know, it's 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 bad because obviously the fall stuff's already been ordered and a lot of it's even coming in. So, I mean, a lot of stuff you can't stop on that end. But, you know, the winter and spring sports, you know, they, they might be asked to cut back some more. They might not get as much as they usually do and just because of the timing and, and you know that'll be they'll look at that as being unfair but uh, you know on the same token uh, what do you want to do i mean it's it just it's the nature of the beast at that point the way it all plays out you know i mean obviously they can they can always go out and fundraise and try to get more money in their budgets and things like that but you know how that how is that going to play out with everybody you know with so many people out of work and things like that you know, but in the end, you know, usually when there's a budget shortfall in the equipment area, they usually take money from a travel budget, a recruiting budget. You know, they, each each school has a way of setting the every department up. So I mean, it's it's very different from school to school. But you know, it's one of the things. Well, you know what, we didn't spend as much in recruiting, so let's move that money from that from the recruiting budget into the equipment budget. And so, it really, that that you want to see. They're going to be able to save a lot of money on recruiting in in the short term right now because there's no there's no recruiting going on. Usually basketball is going on right now. Obviously, if it, in the ways things are going in for looking for June, it looks like a lot of the camps and things are going to be cut. So I mean, you know, there might be extra money left in the recruiting budgets and things like that to move around into the equipment. And and if we do go with an abbreviated season, maybe conference only, you know, that might save money on a couple road trips too. Uh, you know, there's there's always ways to move money around. You know, the, the we we are we're always told what you know we know what the budget is for equipment, but in the end, we don't make the final say. The coaches, the coaches, if they really want something, they'll find the money, or they'll have or, or you know we could tell them no, but they might go to the business office and and all of a sudden it's like, well, we got money now. So you know they'll. They'll find a way. They, they they try to find a way to get as much money as possible. You know, they might it might be a little harder to do this time, but in the end, we really don't have a say on the money they spend in the equipment. So you and Tim don't have absolute power on on your equipment budget. No, we I mean, we're we're totally basically we're just a we're just like a go between between the vendor and the coaches. You know, the safety aspect, we'll get the safest stuff we can we can buy them, and and, and it's best for the for the teams and and the coaches trust us with that. 
But, you know, to pick out how many T-shirts or how many shorts they get, you know, that's up to the coaches. I mean, you know, how much do they want to get for the kids? That's up to them. You know, we can tell them the budget number, and if we start going over that or getting close to that, you know, it's like it's up to them to decide, well, that they've had enough or, or you know, I'll, get, I'll go get some more money. But, I mean, we're so far down on the food chain that you're just giving a number and saying this is what you have to spend. You know, and then we're not even really given the power to spend it. I mean, we are, but we aren't. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. Yep. How about you, Albie? Like, with your budget for football, which... It's a guideline. Is that, is that public? It's a guideline. Okay. Exactly. It's a guideline. Stay under this number, please. Gotcha. And then when you go over it, we'll take it out. they'll take it out of somebody else's... They'll either take it out of their fundraising account or, or they'll move some, rec- you know, they'll move money around. Yeah, and that's the thing too because you have a recruiting budget, you have a travel budget, which we are not privy to. Yeah. But money gets sloshed that those two budgets and equipment budget to a coach and to business manager is one big lump sum, and then they have their restricted fund. Yeah. Money gets tossed around through all four of those. So, I mean, you're given a guideline of what, you know, X amount of dollars is your equipment budget. And that's the only thing you're privy to. Well, you know, on one hand, you're told to order whatever the coach wants. But on the other hand, you're told to stay within. But why? It's a it's a damn if I do, damn if I don't. Yeah. I mean, and every school is different the way they handle that. You know, we talked to another, we talked to another school where they had to run, they had to run through. Everything runs to the business office. So you get the order from the coach, give it to the business office, and the business office tells you you can order it. You know, uh, it's every every place is different on how they handle their budget money. Yeah, I mean, it, because it seems like some schools are pretty strict on it. Like, some of the ones that we talk about, it seems like the equipment, equipment managers take it almost down to the dollar on, like, managing their budgets. Do you see, think some of that is, with your university, you don't handle your own POs? No, we don't, we don't handle our POs. No. Yeah, but do you think, but do you think that that kind of takes the power kind of away from you with that? I mean, with like managing, managing your budget and stuff, because because it seems like a lot of a lot of equipment managers seem to be quite very worried about their budget. How about that? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have to be worried about our budget, but then on the other hand, I mean, when you when your sports are sports are getting you know the bare minimum when they're ordering and they're still coming close to that number or going over what are, what are you supposed to do mm-hmm. how how as an equipment manager what are you supposed to do tell the, the coach no you know you tell him no and then all of a sudden you have other people telling you that we have no right telling a coach no yeah but then I, it's true yeah well yeah you, you tell them no and then they, then they go you know cry to the business office and all of a sudden the business office caves in and you're doing it so you know it's it's yeah you can't you can't win you can't win because they'll, they'll go cry to higher up and and uh, unless it's you know if it's okay they're gonna be over a few thousand okay but you know now they're gonna be over fifty thousand that you know they'll crack down on them obviously but if it's just a little bit yeah they'll still they'll, they'll cave and let, let them do it yeah you know and we're not business managers you know that's part where like part of our job has changed over the years you know, we're equipment managers we deal with equipment so why are we dealing with? I don't. I'll never understand why why equipment managers are dealing with with budgets. 
I mean, if you think about it, and, and I guess in my mind, and I'd be willing to argue with anybody about it, why, why, why are we dealing with with money? If a coach gives us an order, why, why are we not just giving that order to our business manager who deals with the money and the budgets and knows exactly to the penny how much each sport has? Why are we not just giving it to them and getting it approved by them? Because then it then then it's solved. Yeah, it, it really depends a lot. It depends a lot on the function of the of the business office in each department. I mean, there's latitudes. I mean, obviously, we try to stay in budgets, and that's why we're we're, dealt, we're given the budgets. We try to stay within it, but you know, it it, it sometimes it's going to be interesting with with all the cutbacks. How much they're forced to say no next year? Oh, oh yeah, it, it's going because you uh, know coaches are starting to panic. panic oh, absolutely. Because because they know, I mean, they, know they see it, they see it coming. Oh yeah, and they've been told. I think some some of them have been told. Yeah, they're going they're going to lose money from their budget. Absolutely, they've been told. Yeah, I've been in talks because I know a lot of coaches are holding off on order and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, it it's going to be, it's one of those things that it, it's like we all like we all say. There's there's always money to be found. You know, they'll 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 yeah. tap some source and, yeah. and and they'll get money, but. They they tried to avoid doing it, but you know, in the end, if they really want it, they'll find a way to get it. Yeah, this might be a little different though. I don't think there's going to be many places to tap. Yeah, I don't know. You, well, it'll be it'll be interesting. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be, yeah, I mean, there's still still a lot of unknowns, and it just it just it sucks all around. To be honest with you, but it is what it is, and you just do what you can do and move on. You know, with the with the furlough, with the fur, I mean, it, it it's you know some schools are starting to furlough the people, and you know, wouldn't be surprised if it happens to us. Now they may say, hey, you got to take a week off without pay. You know, okay, you know, and and, and believe me, that sucks. But is it be- It's you know, it's better than losing your job or being unemployed like a lot of other people. So it is what it is. Everybody's everybody's going to have to suck it up a little bit and do something they don't like to do during this time, but. What are you going to do? Open things back up. <laughs> you know, you, you, they yeah. they say that, but even if they open up, are you are you going to feel comfortable enough going to go someplace and act like act normal, or are you worried? You know, are you worried that that person walking beside you asymptomatic and he's giving it to you? You know, with this two week period, that this the person could be asymptomatic and not even know it. And still passing the jury, you don't know, you don't know who's sick and who's not. You know, it goes back to the the whole testing argument and things like that. But it's going to be, you know, the, the gyms going. If they let the gyms open up and things like that, it's like, are you, you know, all that sweating? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would hesitate to go back to a gym right now. As much as I'd want to, I'd be very hesitant of doing that. I'll continue running outside. Thank you very much. <laughs> True, but I mean, you know, with with your health history and and such, I mean, you should be more concerned than seemingly, the, you know, the average healthy person. Well, true, but like Tim, there, I'm at risk. He's at risk, and also he could he could get his in laws sick too, and he wouldn't even know it. Right. Tim might go into a bakery and pick up a donut, and somebody somebody. <laughs> what the <laughs> shit? Oh come on! That's a fat joke. Hey. Amish market's open today. We'd go down to the Amish market and pick up a donut. Or an apple fritter. 
And Brittany's thinking about Ooh, the that apple. that sounds good. See, Brittany wants to do the apple forever, too. So, hmm. they can do good apple. But, but once again, you're there. Who knows somebody else beside you or in line that you passed it off to you somehow, and all of a sudden you're taking that apple fritter to your in-laws, and two weeks later, you know, they're in the ICU. And who knows how? Was it from you? Was it from something else? You know, it's... Oh, yeah. That's a scary... I give it to Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl goes to work. Is it to somebody there? Sure. You know, and, and yeah, the yeah, underlying health right. problems, it does, it does create problems for those people, but, you know, they're still... Young people with no problems still getting sick. So, I mean, it, it's it's literally nothing to see that. All I know is come, come May, May 2nd or whenever, I'm going back in and get, getting ready. See, I'm already moving summer classes to all online. I mean, we yeah, talked about this. Gonna we talk, we're going to be alone. Yeah. We're not going to have students. Yeah. We're not going to have student workers for a while, which, you know, good yeah. or bad, whatever. But, yeah. um, right. It's just how far along in, does that extend into the fall pretty soon, you know? And if people start opening up and then you get hit with a second wave and that's going to shut everything back down again. Yeah, I mean, Alvi, you said that some universities were already, like, furloughing uh, workers. Do you do you have an example? Because I actually hadn't heard that, so. Uh, actually, uh, I, seen, uh, I seen an article the other day. Boise State furloughed their entire football staff. <laughs> wow. You know, people that was between X amount of income, X would had like a week, and people you know had in another income range were off like ten days, and you know it, it it was, you know, the more you made, the more you was furloughed, basically. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, not bad. yeah, it's not it's not bad. I mean, it's not like saying the forty thousand dollar the person making forty thousand dollars you know has to take a week off so does the guy making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and it just they tiered it so they try to lessen the pain but it's gonna happen more and more. Yeah, I mean no business is designed to essentially be out of <laughs> essentially <laughs> essentially off for this long. Yeah. You know. It doesn't even matter how good you run your business and stuff. I mean your cash reserves are only gonna gonna hold out for so long, especially whenever you know, you're paying your employees. Yeah. Yeah. And not taking anything in. I mean, obviously, yeah. with the restaurants and things being open, so to speak, obviously they laid off all their wait staff and all that early on, and they're just running with bare help right now. You know, obviously the kitchen staff's, you know, still cooking and things like that, and they kept one or two people to do deliveries or bring carryouts out, whatever, you know. I mean, some, you know, some places that you'd never thought about carrying out meals from, you know, that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I picked up Chinese food the other day, uh, there was two guys picking up through Grubhub. Uh-huh. They said that they went from making between 30 and $40 a night on tips to upwards of $500. Oh, sure. I mean, Absolutely. So. There you go, Tim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna apply at Sheets. Ah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I'm gonna go work at Sheets. Oh, I'd get so fat if I worked at Sheets. Oh. No, you wouldn't. You get tired of the food. It would take a while. Well, it would, but you get tired of it after a while, like anything. I guess we're not getting that third person. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Not anytime <laughs> soon. I'd say the best. I'd say the best. The best case scenario is that person starting in January at this point. That's optimistic, Alvy. Best that is optimistic, scenario. actually. As I said, best case scenario is January. <laughs> <sighs> oh, anything. Anyways, 
Yeah, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. Just keep staying at home and been shoving out my orders. Got I got a tr- I got another meeting tomorrow for for football equipment and it's you know I'm just going to keep plugging orders in there and things like that and things are starting to arrive for the for the fall and whether or not you need it for the fall or the spring. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, you know, I think we talked about they're not going to cancel football, but it, it could be it could happen in the springtime, and that really wouldn't surprise me. You're going to need a third guy at that point because then you they would probably run back to back seasons depending. I mean, they might not. They might stay on spring for a couple years, but they're going to try to push it. They're going to try to push it to the fall as soon as possible. Right. No, it would. Everything would be going. You know, the best. I think the best case scenario right now was you would see basketball start in December along with the other winter sports. The fall sports start, you know, January-ish, and the spring sports start on time. Or maybe even them push back a month or so. But I just, I, I, I think, even though I think, and I think all of those sports, they might all have just a very limited schedule. We're not even a full schedule, maybe just a conference schedule or things like that. I don't even think they'd have a full schedule. You know, that way the season could be shortened mm-hmm. a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how much you guys are, like, kind of prepared to have, like, your equipment budget, like, slashed and stuff. Because you don't keep a whole lot. I mean, I'm sure you have some kind of... Obviously, you keep back equipment a little bit. But, like, you know, could you could you go on, like, half a budget? Well, I mean, you know, it, it, for, for me, I mean, the, here's the... You know, the president was people... He wants a lot of walk-ons, so he got a lot of people coming in to pay pay for school. But on the same token, you know, those are kids you got to fit for clothes and things like that. So I mean, you can cut back a little bit, but you mm-hmm. know, at what point? There, there's a there's a breaking point. Now, sure, do you only get three t-shirts instead of five? Sure, you know, and things like that. But yeah, it's yeah. But when you come to my sports, it it comes from getting four shirts to getting one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you take a budget that that's you know, think of the some of the sports that have a really low budgets. Are you going to slash those? Because now you're now you're asking, you know, a sport to operate. And I'm just throwing numbers out, out but instead of a budget, an equipment budget that's eight thousand dollars or six thousand dollars, now you're going to slash it to three or four. That's a considerable slash for a small oh, yeah. sport. Absolutely. I mean, and again, it is what it is. I mean, people are just going to, I mean, athletes along with everybody else are going to have to understand that, Yeah. you know, the money's just not there. I mean, so what are you going to do? You don't get a yeah. new uniform this year. You don't get a new uniform this year. Well, you know, yeah, it, it was the thing, you know, the thing about the bad part about right now is, especially for those fall sports, is everything's pretty much ordered, you know, or has been ordered. For a long time, you know, with booking orders from the shoe manufacturers and things like that have to be in a lot of make yeah. have to be in November. This this money is already spent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's spent. That's on the way. It's ordered. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's because of those long order windows there for some of those. It's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. What if the NCAA just did? For one year, just did football and both basketballs, and all the other sports were canceled another year. Well, they won't do that because that's not that's that's you know that's not fair to those athletes. 
And, and, you know, when you think about it, all those athletes equal up to a lot more than the other athletes when you look at the grand total scheme. You look at football and, and bat, men and women basketball, so you got 120, 40, 160 athletes, but they've already missed one big payday with basketball. So we just start basketball like in January. Right. But I mean there is a lot of money to be lost in football. So I mean, you know well, you just run you just run football in the in the spring. I think that's why I think that's what's going to end up happening. You got spring, you got in the spring you got football, both basketballs, baseball, so you got all the sports basically. Everything. Except for volleyball and soccer. No, I bet they run too. I bet they go to spring too. How about for, like, other sports that you guys don't have, like hockey, lacrosse? Well, so lacrosse is a spring, so, I mean, that's that's in the spring sport. But, but hockey, I think, is in the same boat as basketball. I think your winter sports start in December. I don't think they have that early start in November like you see them. I think, you know, I, I, I see them start in December. Or maybe even late December. May not even first part of that. Mid, mid to late some December. Why? Because you guys don't have enough time to get ready for it, or? I well, mean... I mean, no. I mean, if if you're not having stu- if the cam- if kids aren't on campus for the fall semester, oh, okay. Well, that leads in that leads into December. So, I think that that could be the that could be you know once the, once they, you know, obviously it, they get to November and it's like you know what we, it looks like we're gonna be able to open up in in January and have classes again. So, let's start our ba- let's start the basketball season up. You know, it's start. That's why I think you'll see abbreviated seasons for all the sports. Have you heard anybody calling for no uh, for fall classes for for the campus closed in the fall? I've read some schools are. It's I've heard nothing that's for sure yet, but obviously it's on the table so far. Yeah, they haven't pulled it off the table yet. I gotcha. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of experts are forecasting that the winter actually is going to probably have like a resurgence that's as bad as this or worse. If that's to be believed, you know, you're forecasting the future. So good luck. But, um, right. But I mean, if that's, you know, if that's true, if we have like a big resurge whenever it starts getting cold, maybe the beginning of December or so, then you're not going to have spring either. So then you're going to have to go a whole year without right without football. Right. Some universities might not make that. Yeah. Urbana University closed down this week. I mean, it's a Division II school. They closed down this week. They closed the doors for good. Holy cow. So, yeah. That's a that's a deep deep-rooted athletic city. Yeah. That town is going to suffer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Life's not going to be the same. I'll tell you that. Nope. Worry about what you can worry about and don't worry about what you can't control. That's right. Hmm. Hopefully I make it through here live. Hope so. Never know. (laughs) Although some people probably wish differently. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I got a sweet 16 for you today. Oh, you do? I do. Let's go. Thank you. I think you'll enjoy this. Actually, this was a little tough one for me because, well, I actually, I couldn't, I just didn't, I didn't feel right whittling it down. So actually, it's a little bonus today. We'll do the top 32. We'll have an extra round today. Ooh. All right. I'm excited. 
today's theme is going to be 80s movies. Oh, I had to cut out some. I had to cut out some, and it was hard. It was hard. I could. We could really went to 64. Yeah. But I kept. I kept it at 32. Let's go. I'm excited. All right. Brittany's going to. Brittany's going to disagree with some of these, but it's okay. That's all right. That's okay. That's what. That's what these are all about. Exactly. I wrote them down this time too. So <laughs> good. I got a. I got a better bracket. We had a faux pas the other day. All right. So got the Empire Strikes Back versus Gremlins. Oh, oh wow. Uh, I got to go with Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Full Metal Jacket or Karate Kid? Full Metal Jacket. Sorry, sorry, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Dirty Dancing? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Classic. No. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> no, just be. <laughs> yeah. See. Oh yeah, we knew this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of controversy on this one. <laughs> there's there's gonna be a lot of controversy with this bracket. No, any any woman's gonna pick Dirty Dancing over Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so that's gonna be a gender split right there. All right. Well, Weird Science versus Terminator. Terminator. Trading Places or Fast Times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Caddyshack or National Lampoon's Vacation? Oh, oh, wow! And I I'm, left out Christmas Vacation of this in this bracket too. That's how uh, that's how messed up this bracket uh, is. I've never seen either one of those. Oh my gosh, oh. Brittany! <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing now with Cheryl because Cheryl's just like you. Like she hasn't seen any of these movies, so now with you know, we got we just got Disney Plus, and we're, I'm like, okay, what movies have you seen? Have you seen this? No, no, no. I'm like, all right, we're watching it. She's seen so many movies in the last month that she's never seen. It's like awesome. <laughs> um, uh, let's go with uh, Caddyshack. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, you can't. That's a no loser there. Yeah, it, it really, it, it really isn't. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a tough one there. Yeah. Um. Goonies or Coming to America? Goonies. Stand by Me or E.T.? Oh, man. Oh. Oh, I can't believe you put those two together. That's brutal. That is brutal. <laughs> it's a brutal. Well, they had to be together eventually. Uh, and again, uh, Stand by Me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lost Boys or Beverly Hills Cop? Lost Boys. One of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark or Risky Business? Risky Business. Sixteen Candles or Back to the Future? Uh, again, that's a gender thing, but Back to the Future. I did like Sixteen Candles, so... That's <laughs> a I've never seen any of the Back to the Future. Oh my god! <laughs> Kill him. Uh, <laughs> see, she should be using this time wisely. Yes, yes. 
Um, Start streaming these movies. Yeah. Platoon or Die Hard? Platoon. One of the best all-time movies ever. This is... Oh, but Die Hard isn't? Come no, on. Platoon. I mean, there's there's so many things going on in Platoon. So many good actors. So many good lines. I've been... I watched... I, well, Die Hard's been on one of the channels lately. So, I think it's the HBO. Yeah. But, you know, the good thing is... Cinemax and, and Stars... During this entire thing is like every weekend I have one of them for free. So it's like it's just rotation. So I've actually seen quite a bit of these two of these movies recently. <laughs> um, this one, this is an easy one here. It well for some people will be. It's, I I can I think I know which way I know which way Britney's falling on this one. But Aliens versus When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Oh, I we I don't know if we could talk after that if you if you'd ranked Aliens above no. that. That's maybe my all time favorite movie of all I, time. I agree. I I own maybe like five movies, and that's one of them. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Very excited about that. Ghostbusters or Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna lean towards Breakfast Club. I can go with that. Once once again, Bre- Ghostbusters has been a lot on a lot lately too, and you know it's been a while since I've seen it uncut and things like that. It's just oh, you know, yeah. Uh, Poltergeist or Pretty in Pink? I'm gonna go with Pretty in Pink because I I don't I didn't really like the Poltergeist. They were okay. All right, Top Gun versus Footloose. Top Gun. I'm with you on that one too. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Footloose, is, Footloose yeah. has got some good mo- good music in it. Yeah. Okay, start the second round here. We got Empire Strikes Back versus Full Metal Jacket. I'm going to go with Full Metal Jacket. I mean, now you're getting into no win, no lose situations. Oh, I know. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Terminator? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Uh, I don't understand why people. Why people love that movie? Oh, I don't understand. You, have you seen it? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I forwarded through some of it because it was too bad. Oh, that's one of the movies where if you're flipping channels and it, you see it, you stop and you watch it. Sometimes. Just because it's it's a good movie. Oh, see, boy. I, 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 I was a Terminator over Ferris Bueller's. I don't know. Ferris Bueller's doesn't keep doesn't keep me in long enough. It. I like parts of it. I like parts of it, but I can't I can't watch the whole thing. See, yes, you're you're skipping it just like me. Just kind of no. skip through the boring oh, stuff. But, you but ter- you know, Terminator. If it's all, I'll catch. I'll watch Terminator for a while. Sure, absolutely. Um, oh boy, look at this one. Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Caddyshack. <sighs> oh boy, <sighs> this is a rough one here. <sighs> Caddyshack. That's been on a lot lately too. I've caught, I've caught fat Caddyshack on a lot lately. Um. Goonies or Stand By Me? I'm going to say Stand By Me. Okay. Uh, Lost Boys or Risky Business? Lost Boys. Such an 80s movie. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Back to the Future versus Platoon. Platoon. Uh, when Harry Met Sally versus Breakfast Club. Oof. Mm. I'm gonna go with when Harry met Sally. You're just... 
You're just worried about losing your ear. You're worried about getting killed there. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's one of my all-time favorites. What are you talking about? It it is. Uh, Pretty in Pink versus Top Gun. Top Gun. Oof, that's the bottom half. Oof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so now you got Full Metal Jackets. Full Metal Jacket versus Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You want to go Full Metal Jacket? Caddyshack versus Stand By Me. <sighs> going to go Caddyshack. Lost Boys versus Platoon. Oh, no. I've got to go Platoon. Uh, when Harry misses Met Sally and Top Gun. That sucks. What <laughs> Harry Matt Sally? Um, Full Metal Jacket versus Caddyshack. Oh, let's go with Full Metal Jacket. So then we got Platoon versus When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Oh, you're scared. No. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket versus When Harry Met Sally. It's it's no brainer. It's when Harry met Sally. All right, it's one of my all, it's one of my all time favorite movies. Oh, it's, it's, it's right up there with me too. Yeah, I actually seen it in theaters. What was that anniversary? Uh, it was eighty nine, so it'd been thirty years. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I I seen it for it. Yeah, I was one of only maybe like four people in the theater. It was sad. <laughs> It was sad. But they had lots of extra commentary. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, that was a good was one. It, I liked that one. No, that was, that was, it, and I, yeah. I mean, I kept all the right moves out of there. I kept. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good you one. You know, I kept, I kept some movies out of there. Holy cow. That, that yeah. could easily went to 64, the 64. Yeah, easily. You know, it'd been a little bit easier at some points, but, you know. Left out Tootsie, left out um, Short Circuit, you know, some of those cult classics that people, you know, (laughs) know, Keller Purple, you know, yeah, there's a bunch of movies I left out just to whittle down to 32. Yeah, people aren't going to agree on that one for sure. Oh, that's, that's a brutal one there. That is a brutal one there. Okay, and so, well, that's all the time we have here on the issue window. Uh, it's been great having you with us this episode. Let us know what your favorite 80s movie was. And until then, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Have a good weekend. Goodbye. Bye.